Welcome to the Kenyan Podcast, your number one trending issues podcast. Afrika kabisa. Yes, uh, this is the Kenyan podcast. Karibuni sana. We hope that you all well in all your ways and that you all actually uh, living your life uh, to the best. And uh, welcome to the podcast. Uh, this is a little bit of uh, some Rumba Vibes intro right there. And uh, you know, it's uh, a wonderful thing to just have uh, that uh, jam so that uh, we can always uh, have uh, the message echoing that uh, dunia ipo na mambo ya dunia so welcome. This is the Kenyan podcast, your number one training and topical issues podcast in the 254. We are always delighted to have you tuning in and connecting and vibing with us, even on our social media platforms, Kenyan podcast on Twitter, Kenyan podcast on Instagram, and also at Kenyan podcast on uh, LinkedIn and, and, and also on your favorite uh, streaming uh, platform. It doesn't matter whether that is a Spotify podcast that is on Anchor uh, or on uh, Apple podcast. Uh, on a Google podcast on whatever other platform that you have like to have your uh, your podcast on you can always uh, find us there the Kenyan podcast and this is the only Kenyan podcast that concerns you you know and now uh, we always do say on the Kenyan podcast that Alisa Mwalo Lipo Nakama Halipo Basi Laja which is really uh, whatever is is uh, going around uh, might uh, still come around and if it's said then it might actually be on the way. If you do see smoke somewhere, you should, of course, expect uh, that there might be fire. That is, I think, the interpretation of uh, the same. So welcome to this particular beautiful episode of the Kenyan Podcast. Uh, it's a whole lot, whole lot going on in the 254 right now. And uh, this is a Kenyan Podcast where we get to show you all, um, you know, paint a different uh, picture of uh, this coin we call the 254 uh, with a view of getting to inform, to entertain, to educate, and also to inspire uh, with the information that you share uh, on the Kenyan podcast today, it might be not looking so good if you, uh, of course, listen to a podcast based on uh, the title of the podcast. Uh, for today, we are discussing about uh, the Shakahola massacre, and we have seen our uh, fellow Kenyans are losing their lives uh, just like that, starving to death uh, because they have been indoctrinated and uh, they have been told that uh, you know this is the way to meet um, to meet Jesus. And religion, we shall be talking about today, you know, this religion and uh, how uh, religion can be of benefit or can be of evil, uh, in, in, can be of good or of evil in, in the society because not everything to do with religion is, 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 is positive or good. You know, there are also lots of evils with religion, which we shall be getting into. But uh, first and foremost, we want to wish uh, share condolences uh, with the families uh, of the victims of uh, the Shakahola uh, massacre uh, in uh, Kilifi. And uh, we condone with the families uh, simply because it, it might be easy to sort of uh, say these people had it coming. And Nimwibwa uh, Kujidunga, which is they, they, they took themselves to Shakahola uh, to this wilderness and they starved themselves. You might look at it from that perspective, say now this is Mwibwa Kujidunga and uh, you cannot empathize you might say you won't empathize simply because you know these are people who are mostly adults of course there were children but we had generally adults 18 years plus 
being involved in this particular cult because this is actually a cult not 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 a church not a religious uh, a community it's a cult and in our beautiful country the 254 we do have freedom of uh, religion and a freedom of uh, you know to association whom you, whomever you want to associate with and also freedom of movement to go wherever you would like to go and uh, this is guaranteed by the constitution of Kenya if you haven't read the constitution or don't know your rights or whatever is guaranteed to you you might actually decide to take it up and uh, get the constitution and, uh, and and read for yourself but what has happened is is something of 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 the magnitude it's uh it's it, it's it's bewildering and to hear about the very first time when uh, these are uh, the bodies were being exhumed and we had about uh, 53 i think then there was about uh 20 20 20 20 26 and uh, then the tour right now i believe it's about 100 and it's a 800 acre piece of land in uh in in, in kilifi uh which was which is partly owned because 10 acres i believe uh, was owned by uh pastor uh mackenzie uh who you know took his um his uh his uh congregants and uh, his uh, followers there and these are the followers of uh, this particular cult it's a whole lot of things going on uh, with that <coughs> but sorry it's a whole lot of uh, things going on uh, with that but the question that we are asking today, uh, maybe perhaps you would also help us uh, uh, fill in uh, the puzzle, is who or what was holding our captives, the minds, and also the bodies of these victims? Who, who or what was holding uh, the, the, the minds and the, the, the bodies of uh, these cult victims? First and foremost, it's important to realize that... Uh, these are pastor the cult leader uh, pastor mackenzie he has actually been arrested uh, severally i believe in 2019 he was arrested even before this whole uh, massacre information uh, came out he was also arrested i believe about a month ago uh, in regards to a case involving uh, the death of our uh, children and uh, then he was released for some reason i don't know the police did not put their case together and he was released on bail uh because it was not beyond reasonable doubt that uh, he was responsible for the, the starvation and the dying of uh, these children and uh, you know with this particular case you of course this has been on the the, the limelight the public uh square for 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 for, for over a week now but the thing is mostly we do see women being uh, the ones mostly attracted all caught up in our cults you know because they are lured perhaps easily i do not know for some reason but i would believe maybe perhaps they are lured easily into joining our cults uh, because you know the, the cults i think they are the, the, the way the information or the, the way uh, these um, indoctrination is done it's also done to be emotive so that it's eliciting the emotions of uh, these women but with this particular cult which is uh, the cult the pastor mackenzie's cult even men there are lots and lots of men I was watching a video and I saw someone talking about their relatives. They spotted their relative coming from uh, the posho mill. You know, they had gone to get some uh, unga and some fish and then went back into this Shakahola wilderness where they were fasting. I don't know if they were fasting the whole day and they were having the ugali and the, and the fish there. But there are so many questions. But the only question I would like to get assistance uh, help, helping me fill out the puzzle is knowing who all of what was holding these people's minds and bodies captives 
And uh, they do say that uh, ni, ro, ni vita ya kiroho, si vita ya kimwili, and therefore this is a spiritual warfare, not a physical uh, warfare. But on an interview, because I've been doing my background fighting now too, who is this uh, Mackenzie? And uh, you know how he came to move into Shakahola and even how he was received by the people and then how he got to uh, increase his congregants. Even I went as far as listening to one of his uh, sermons. And on this sermon, he was saying that the devil is not um, is not, is not a foreign entity. The devil is actually you and me. And he was telling the congregants about how the devil gets into people and, and uses them. And the devil is not going to be coming. It's not a spirit coming from afar off and do the ravaging during the day and then go back in the night. I listened to one of his sermons, which is, I didn't know much to make out of it. But... Yeah, they do say this is a, a spiritual warfare, no, not as a physical warfare. And I've seen people defending, some people even defending uh, Mackenzie. But there was an interview that was done by Mackenzie. I don't remember the platform. It might not have been a TV station, it might have been a YouTube channel. And uh, Pastor Mackenzie was asking, why should he be blamed for people going to Shakahola and being there? Well, they are not locked up in a house. You know, these people, these people that were starving themselves and were indoctrinated into uh, this particular cult. These people are not locked up in a house, in a basement, where they are chained to, 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 uh, in the basement, they are chained somewhere on the wall. These people were not denied. They were not locked up in a big place that does not have a gate so that they cannot access food. These people were there and they stayed there and even for those who left and went back, they did it, quote unquote, out of their own will. And I understand that they were promised that uh, there was a return of the Messiah. Jesus was coming for them in the month of uh, June. But uh, if you could get to starve yourself to death and uh, perhaps get to you know meet the Messiah even before June, I believe the deal was even going to be better. But also... Out of necessity or out of just curiosity to know why were people being asked to starve themselves while the cult leader himself was seen to be quite healthy and eating. You know, they would, some, they would have been putting common sense to use and asking themselves vital questions. Why is it that the cult leader themselves is not fasting like we are? Why should we die of hunger and starvation while the cat leader himself is eating? And you know, this was a proposal, or this was put together as the end times, the end time message. We have this is not the very first time we are hearing about the case of um, uh, cat leaders, uh, religious leaders, uh, putting that message of the end times and having people even go to a bunker. There was one. Uh, pastor that was uh, from uh, Western Kenya where we have had all these sorts of uh, things going on, people calling themselves Jesus. We had the uh, Jehovah Wanyonyi who also passed on from ailment. We had another one labeling himself Jesus and uh, wanting to rescue the people of uh, the Western Kenya from uh, Bunkoma and other areas. But this was in coast. I believe this Andenge, uh, Mackenzie Denge was, is, 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 might, might actually be a Kamba. I'm really not sure. He might be a Kamba or he might be from uh, those areas. I don't think he's actually from Kilifi. He is an outsider from Kilifi, but he still garnered a lot of, a lot of, a lot of following. We have heard of pastors who can do miracles and they show signs of and wonders of the end times. But let me know what are your thoughts? What do you think was holding 
the minds and the bodies of uh, these people captive at uh, Shaka Hawala, you know, in this wilderness. What was it? And why is it that our Kenyan people did fall prey? Because this is them falling prey uh, to these uh, cult membership. You know, I would like to know from you. Remember, this is a Kenyan podcast. Uh, sometimes they sound angry, but uh, I'm angry. And uh, I'm also at the same time um, out of words. I think I should have even done this podcast a bit uh, um, way earlier when this story broke. But I was just trying to pitch the whole thing together and I find out what's going on and uh, really what is the world uh, coming to. I would really love to hear from you, uh, your thoughts and uh, your opinions on these particular matters as well. We shall be taking a short break. When we come back, we shall be discussing more and what can the government do because the government has seems, seems now to be quite reactive instead of being proactive. You know, it's like the work out of God and now there has been the shutting of... Um, uh, the media access and uh, the access of anyone else to this particular wilderness because they know this is getting out of hand. It's getting out of control even for the government because they expected maybe they did not expect it to this particular magnitude. And it's crazy. It, it's unimaginable. But uh, yes, we shall be taking a short break. When we come back, we shall be talking about what is going on in the world and uh, what it is that we can learn from these and how can we prevent it from happening again. And are we even able to prevent it from happening again in the first place? Let me know that are these is a camp Don't die on me. I said Young Black King, don't die on me. You my brother, you my keeper, I need you to keep an eye on me. And no more fighting on the streets, walking around with all this pride on me. Tough for us already, know that you can still rely on me. Please, just stay alive for me And my young black queens don't quit now yeah. You're the only ones that got us, I could never let my sister down You've been too strong for too long, yet still you never sit down Wow. Yes, Anna, we are back with the Kenyan podcast That's a little bit of uh, some uh, vibes by uh, Stormzy And uh, of course, uh, we are discussing about this particular matter of uh, the Shaka Hola Massacre and as it is right now, the government has a shutter access and uh, this area has been uh, on off. I was saying that uh, 800 acres is uh, quite a big piece of land. You know, 800 acres is, you know, you cannot be able to um, cover the whole area in a small time. You need a whole lot of time. And uh, even, I don't believe there is enough uh, personnel that have been sent there, uh, even for the humanitarian agencies. I don't think they have enough personnel. Uh, to be able to attend to this particular emergency because I understand that there were still people very, very far away spread out in this particular uh, wilderness, the Shakahola. And uh, some people there, I think there was even an ambulance that was uh, spotted with uh, one particular person that had uh, been saved. But uh, when the government was uh, being asked why they are condoning off this particular area, uh, they decided to say that they did not, they not give any reason and they did not also give our comments uh, in regards to these particular people that are being uh, put on uh, ambulances. But yes, uh, sometimes I always do say that the government is more reactive. The government is now trying to save face uh, because of uh, this insanity. This is insanity. The pastor Mackenzie himself, I think there should also be a, a, a mental uh, assessment for pastor Mackenzie himself because in a person in their right mind cannot do this kind of uh of 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 a thing that has been done by pastor mackenzie 
Uh, the president himself, William Ruto, labeled him a terrorist. But this is more, you know, this, 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 this is more, this is beyond. And uh, you make people do things and it seems as if it is from their own self-will, but this is because they have been uh, indoctrinated into a doctrine, thinking that uh, now they are heading to heaven. I've had even situations where we did have um, the, 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 the European who came to Kitangela. This was very, very shameful. Also, the government did uh, uh, deport him, but there was a European who came to, Ki, to Kitangela, and the pastors were doing a crusade there and they said that Jesus was there and therefore the men now and the women were running after these uh, white men and are uh, thinking that is a uh, Jesus and uh, embarrassing themselves and I don't know if people do get to understand or people do things from ignorance or people I do not know from what particular level of thinking or point of reference people do what they do but uh, I would say first and foremost, maybe it's because there's a whole lot of lack of information, a whole lot of desperation that leads even perhaps to depression. And there's a problem somewhere. I don't know what you guys think uh, would have led to these people's minds and about is being held captive by Shakahola. But uh, let me know what your thoughts are. Uh, this is a Kenyan podcast. You can find us on our Twitter and Kenyan podcast on Instagram at Kenyan podcast and also uh, on our Facebook at our Kenyan podcast because this would be a high level of brain damage you know through indoctrination where you now get to think that life has no meaning and for me I do believe not even from a religious perspective but for me I do believe that the creator put you here on earth to do what you have to be doing here on earth and he of course even gives you what you have to be doing here on earth until the day that the creator calls you you cannot say that today now you want to meet the creator and you will stab yourself that that the creator has no intention of meeting you before the day that he said when you are being created you know that is my belief i might be wrong but uh, yes i will stick to that because there is no way someone is telling me let's go do this and that because we want to go meet god and we want to go meet the creator we want to go meet jesus i'm just trying to understand from from whatever angle but uh, it's very very difficult but like i did say condolences to the families of uh, the, the, the the victims of uh, shaka uh, hola others of course were rescued and uh maybe perhaps they are recuperating you know being taken to hospitals in different areas in akilifi but if this is the mind of the african if if what was happening in kilifi represents the mind of the african and the rest of the world the Asians, the Europeans, the, the, the whomever else looks at Africa and sees that this is the mind of the African. They are eager to stab themselves to go meet Jesus. They are eager to do anything and go see white Jesus, just like they did in Kitengela. Then we shall remain to be where we are at the bottom of everyone else being stamped on by every other race in the world because we do not know ourselves we do not know where we go we do not know where we come from we do not know what we do we do not know what not to do people here would rather believe that no than 
we shall remain at the bottom for as long as the bottom remains because there is lack of self-enlightenment there is lack of an interest to have knowledge even religious knowledge or historical knowledge and there is generally lack of interest in anything even life itself there is no interest in life itself and now i understand that because there will be scrutiny on churches and other and other religious institutions now the government has been woken up but we are talking about the government which is also very much interlinked with religion we have the government which is trying to marry the state and religion this Kwanya Kwanza government we know that uh, we always do have these other prayer rallies every other weekend which I'm not against but the thing is this government may not be the government to fight this indoctrination of our people through religion it will not be the government there will be other governments and people might wake up on their own and discover the knowledge and information for themselves but uh, before then it might be too late you know these are whole hundred people who have lost their lives and still counting so unless people wake up unless people commit to knowledge unless people commit to enlightening themselves and being free of these mental shackles then it's going to be difficult it's going to be rather really really difficult i will uh, end this particular episode at that particular point but uh it's difficult it's heartbreaking and even for our fellow countrymen our fellow kenyans in the diaspora when you hear about this particular story and even when the rest of the world breaks this story like the bbc and uh, everyone else breaks this particular story it's 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 crazy eh? for lack of a better word there is no way to make sense out of it but uh, uh all we can do is uh, learn the lesson and uh, all we can do is hope that every other person that is taking advantage of people like this should be dealt with in other countries you will not go do and deal with people like this because of uh, their naivety or their ignorance and still be left just like that it's going to be you being dealt with but anyhow thank you so much for being with us on today's episode of the kenyan podcast it's only a delight to have you tuning in and to keep building with us i do not want to be angry i do not want to be sad but uh, it's difficult making sense out of uh, all these uh, particular matter and uh, what you can call this but uh, let me know what your thoughts are on uh, the brief episode and we shall continue talking about different matters and more matters even awakening our Kenyan people because people need to awaken from uh, these ignorance and these sleep. But yes, thank you so much for being with us. Till next time, I want to wish you a happy and a productive day and a productive rest of your week. Till next time, I want to say kuaheri ya kuanana. Make sure you're staying safe and make sure that you are also your brother and your sister's keeper. And make sure that you are also staying tuned to the next episode of the Kenyan podcast. Kuaheri ya kuanana.
Wakeza watu utongoza imetulikana Jiadari utaishia shimo la dewa Wakeza watu utongoza imetulikana Jiadari utaishia shimo la dewa Mudomo na maringo kaka Izan Bloomberg